Good evening, we'd like to welcome audiences to this third episode of Alki, the gamified music improvisation podcast recorded right here in Shrewsbury, UK. I'm Benedict, and with me as always is the prolific multi-instrumentalist and producer Andy Lowe. Hello everyone. This week we have a very special episode. We'll be debuting our first Found Sounds Jam and revealing the winner of last week's competition, but first... We'd like to introduce multi-instrumentalist, live looper and sound technician Craig Bradbury to the podcast. Good evening, gentlemen. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Now, Craig, you're best known for your phenomenal beatboxing and live looping performances, but tonight you'll be focusing mainly on percussion, is that right? That's correct. I've been asked to come and do all the beats sort of type stuff. Uh, I'm a little bit out of my comfort zone. I'm very much looking forward to it. And what instruments, Craig, will you be improvising on tonight? Well, we've got a, a number of things around me today. I've got obviously a full kit, which Andy has very kindly provided, which I don't own myself. Um, we've got uh, a bunch of shakers, sticks, brushes... Uh, I actually have a barrel on here with me, but I'm not sure if I'm going to use that just yet. And apparently you've got some other instrumentation, which I haven't found out about yet for later on in, in the show. Right. Well, thank you. What do you think about all this percussion, Andy? Yeah, I'm really excited about this because it definitely adds a complete different dimension when you've got percussion going on in a track. Excellent. And speaking of instruments, what do you have with you yourself this week? As usual, I've got the saxophone. And electric guitar, I'll be doing some on both of those, as well as playing through the MIDI keyboard for a couple of our technological jams. And Benedict, what are you going to be playing? Um, Aside from using the laptop and the MIDI controller, I've also got the Nord Stage 2, 73 key virtual analog synth and rompler. What's a rompler? Rom sampler. Oh, okay. Lovely. And now, without further ado, let's begin with our first improvisation of the night, that masterpiece of simplicity called the Three Note Jam. Andy, could you please summarise the rules of this game? Absolutely. So for a three note jam, our starting point is randomly generating three notes. So it could be any three notes. We've got 12 to choose from. We can develop and add extra notes as it goes on, but the three notes define our starting point. And what instrument will you be playing for this jam? I'm on the saxophone for this one. And Craig, what will you be starting out on tonight? I believe I'll be starting out with a full kit. Excellent. Now we're going to turn to our all-new sophisticated algorithm to determine the set of three notes for this jam. Andy, what are the three notes? Okay, well the dice are showing us B-flat, B and D. Let's have a jam. Thank you. 
Well, that was a fun one to start with. I enjoyed the funk groove in that. Yes, it was that reassuring combination of playful but sinister. Kind of like a child evil genius. Um, Yeah, well, how did that go for you, Craig? That was well. That was my first jam. Uh, I thought that was very, very cohesive, actually. I thought in terms of the three notes that we started with, I stayed, I tried to stick with actually just those three for perhaps longer than I usually do. And it, it seemed to work okay. Do you think that might have been easier now that there's a percussion track running underneath it? Because actually you've got something to sort of, you don't have to be the rhythm and the, the melody or the chords all in one go. Yeah, I think that's really true, actually, because when you're just sticking to three notes, you're worried about keeping it moving yeah. and keeping the interest. But when you've got rhythm holding you up, then it's you can sort of let go of some of that. Excellent. So, Andy, what have you been listening to this week? Well, I've discovered a new group for me. They're called The Art of Noise and listened through to one of their albums. I think it's called The Seduction of Claude Debussy. Debussy's a composer I like, and I thought at first maybe this is going to be some kind of classical album, Uh, but it was nothing of the sort. It was a complete uh, fusion, uh, really expertly done, by the way, of... Uh, sort of instrumental textures and hip-hop vocals and uh, spoken word stuff and it was really cool yeah really unique that sounds really interesting you might have to lend me your copy of the cd i'm kidding i'm (laughs) kidding i'll get you a cassette instead Um, how about you, Craig? Have you had much time to listen to any music this week? Uh, not really, but the stuff I have been listening to at the moment is a band called Pomplamoose, which is made up of Jack Conte and Natalie Dawn. Now, Jack Conte, you may know from uh, the Patreon website. He was one of the CEOs of Patreon. They just do some really, really interesting originals and covers in, from their own studio. Uh, and I, I just love everything they make. So that's what I've been listening to this week. Wow. And I've been listening to this artist called Olitha Arnold's. Um, the album Remember for about the millionth time. It's kind of hybrid orchestral soundtrack type stuff. It's very minimal, but it's really detailed. I just love it. Mm, sounds good. Okay, we've got a lot more coming up, so let's move on. During the last week, Andy and I have designed synthesizer patches for the other person to play in this next jam, which we call Patch Exchange. As yet, we haven't heard what the other person has made, so in a moment, we'll be playing these patches for the first time. Then we're going to have a jam with them. Okay, so I'm now going to be playing the patch that Andy has made for me. Okay, and here we go! Ah. So it sounds very organ-like. I'm going to turn one of these macros... And it seems to be doing something very rhythmic. Mm. Right, and the second macro. Oh my goodness. Wow. Uh, so that's, that's the effect that you get when you change the delay time and it also affects the pitch. Yeah, that's right, well spotted. Probably a technical name for that. Okie doke. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so it's sort of, the idea is it sounds a bit like listening to an old VHS tape. Ah, very good. Um, I'm trying to figure out what kind of synth or sound you might have used for this. It sounds like a... 
like a triangle wave, um, but I don't know what synth it might have come out of. Mm. It's using Ableton Live's analog synth, ah. and it's just two sine waves. Ah, One right. is two octaves higher than the other, right? Um, with some LFOs acting on them and a bit of vibrato and a bit of unison detune as well. Well, very delightful. Okie doke, I think it's time for you to try the patch that I made for you. Okay, so I'm going to listen to this sound that you've made for me now. Uh, after last last times, I'm sort of bracing myself for something extraordinary. Oh. Some nice percussive strings there. But I know it's all about the macros with you, isn't it? So I need to... Um, I just... I'm not sure. Oh, suddenly. Yes. Yep, you might find that the first macro doesn't do anything unless the second macro is up. I see. So let's try this now. <laughs> okay, that's exciting. I, I couldn't go into as much technical detail about what's going on there, but it, it sounds like a digitized bagpipe. <laughs> well, allow me to explain. So the, the sample that features there, the string sound that you heard, is actually um, an orchestra playing in the Colegno style. With the wood of the bow. Yes, that's where they strike the string with the back of the bow and it gives a percussive sound. Like this. Exactly. And then the synth layer is the Ableton device wavetable. The second macro is controlling the filter, just a basic low-pass filter, and the first one is FM amount. Got it. So while we're playing on these two newly discovered patches, Craig, what are you going to be doing? Uh, I'm going to have a go with some beatbox, I think. I'm not quite sure how it'll go, but we'll try and because it's my most sort of intuitive instrument. I can, I can think things, I can make the sound, so I'll give that a go, I think. Brilliant, beatboxing. How exciting. Okay, let's make some music. <laughs> Thank you. 
I love the combination of sounds in that one. I think they work really well together. I thought the beatboxing gave it quite an industrial sound and it was very regimented rhythmically. But then it had all those weird, you know, otherworldly, eerie sounds going on. It, it was it was pretty cool. I thought it gave it the sound of the street. The street. You know, the mean streets. <laughs> the mean streets are like the ghetto, sort of. But when you've got a kind of a wacky Ray Manzara's organ. What? So what's a Ray Manzara's organ? Oh, he's the keyboard player from The Doors. Ah, I was going to say there was some Doors references in there. Oh, it sort okay. of felt, especially when you're doing the cascading kind of stuff, you know, that's that's very Doorsy, isn't it? But I was thinking this this one seemed to be a little bit more experimental than the first two that we've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did love playing with that string patch. Well, that was a lot of fun. Especially the low end. The low end of that's really got yeah, a lot gr- of the grunt. Grit. Yeah, it's really nice, that. Mm. Brilliant. So for this next jam, we've had a track generously donated to us by local singer-songwriter Andy Mills, whose EP Beyond the Light is now available from all popular music streaming services. We're going to be using a randomly selected two-second snippet of his track Mushroom House as the inspiration for this next jam. But first, let's listen to an extended excerpt. Sitting for a minute or two Excellent. So we're very grateful to Andy Mills for having provided us with that source of inspiration. Now, Andy, what are you going to be playing on this one? I'll be picking up the guitar for this. And how about you, Craig? And I'm going to be back on the full kit for this one. Ben, what about you? I'm going to be using the synth section of my Nord for this one, making use of the filter. Okay. (laughs) Right. We're going to be applying an algorithm to randomly select the starting point of this snippet. The song length is 4 minutes 39, which is 279 seconds. We're going to pop that number into Google's random number generator and convert it back into minutes using maths which will give us a time from which we can start the snippet. Let's randomly generate that snippet!
Wow. So no less than two false endings there. <laughs> I loved all of the half-time drumming in that one. Yeah, I was going to say, I really enjoyed that. Had a nice ebb and flow in the track and that the sort of breakdown section where it all got really stripped back helped to then, uh, you know, emphasise the contrast. The thing I really liked about it was the fact, I think it was more to do with Ben's uh, audio patch that he was playing through. I love the unwieldy sound of raw oscillators. It, the whole piece reminded me of a very old computer game in the sense of a bit more like Outrun or R-Type or something like that, you know, like the old sort of 8-bit arcade. There's something quite, again, another contrast in the those sort of very chip-tune sounds with the quite... Uh, you know, underproduced drums and guitar. Yeah, so once again, we'd like to thank songwriter Andy Mills for the use of his track Mushroom House and his EP Beyond the Light is now available. Right, it's time to debut our new Found Sounds Jam. Last week, Andy and I presented each other with field recordings of unusual instruments. Andy gave me a bell tree and what did I give you, Andy? It was somebody playing a saw. Uh, since then, we've gone back to our studios and created sets of loop-based material derived from those original sources at the agreed tempo of 100 beats per minute. We've used the Ableton Live software to chop up, edit and generally mangle these pieces of audio into something which we hope will be musical enough to jam with. Now, I anticipate that you, Andy, probably had a more challenging task of making something out of that bowed saw than I had with the bell tree. Yeah, it was a little bit tough, but I used some features in the software that helped me take this in a creative direction. Ah, but Andy and I won't be the only ones generating music by unlikely means. Craig, Andy and I take great pleasure in presenting you with this. <laughs> it's the found percussion instrument of the week. You've just given me a wok and a cucumber. Right. What on earth am I supposed to do with that? Stir up some beets. With a cucumber. <laughs> well, we shall see how this goes. I mean, I've been handed weird instruments, but not many. Uh, yeah, let's see what we can do with this. I'm sure you can get something cooking. While Craig spends a few minutes getting to grips with his new instrument, let's hear those original recordings one more time. Thank you. 
But what do you do when someone gives you a wok and a cucumber? Now, I know it probably didn't sound like there was much cucumber in that, but I was actually using it in two ways. There was, um, I was using the cucumber along the edge of the wok to create a mute um, top end. But yeah, I've never played a wok before. That was really interesting. Amazing. What could this man do with an aubergine, I wonder? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it's great. I only just really realised that all of those sounds are derived from metal objects. We had the saw and the bell tree and the wok. Yes, I liked the the lead that you were doing there. I didn't use any leads. I didn't make any playable instruments with my found sounds. You got quite a kind of a nice sparse melody going there towards the end. Yeah, and I enjoyed playing around with some different scales. I think I may have switched into Locrian mode, which is pretty unusual. I don't often get to play in that, but because, again, of the mysterious sound. It worked. I thought I recognised a Locrian scale. Is it Locrian or Locrian? Locrian. Oh. <laughs> and to round off another evening of whimsical, non-competitive, gamified improvisation, here comes our final jam of the night, which we call the two-chord jam. For this jam, we're going to roll six dice, which will generate two chords. Andy, could you tell us about these chords? Okay, so we've rolled our dice and we've got six notes. So we're going to group the six notes into two groups of three. The first group has got B flat, C and E flat in it. So I think we're going to call that like a C minor seven. Then we've got another group of notes, which has got G flat, A flat and E flat in it. So that's going to be some kind of A flat seven, but we'll have to decide whether it's major or minor. Now, I'll be playing this 8DO contact library of six French horns, uh, which will be using velocity, crossfade, and articulation key switching. How about you, Andy? Well, I won't have any articulation cross-dressing algorithms, but I will be playing guitar again for this one, but I think I'll go for a nice distortion effect. Craig, you are, of course, welcome to continue using the cucumber. I'm going to be sticking with the full kit on this one because, I, frankly, I'm really enjoying playing drums. Uh, but I'm, I've got a whole bunch of shakers here as well, which Andy's quite uh, generously provided me with. I'm going to try and work those into this as well somewhere. Lovely. Andy, take it away. <laughs> Thank you. 
To me, that sounds like if Radiohead were asked to score a Bond film in the early years. That's exactly what I was thinking, actually. Yeah, because <laughs> especially towards the end, I think it sort of moved into those kind of that key, you know, that sort of uh, there's, there's no choices. Yeah, jazzy chords, but orchestral sounding brass, those sweeping crescendos and... Um... Yes, it just got interesting towards the end and then we stopped. We could have carried on for another 10 minutes. Well, it just started kind of deviating in this more percussive, kind of um, chuggy direction, more like the heavy metal genre gent. And it kind of started going... Yeah, maybe it's nice just to leave a little taste of that in our listeners' mouths, so to speak. Ears? Ears, <laughs> ears mouths. A ta- have a taste Somewhere in your ears. In your head. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, and then leave them wanting a bit more. Maybe next time we'll do something a bit more gent. Excellent. Now, as episode three comes to a close, we will now reveal the winner of last week's competition. But first, let's listen to last week's mystery instrument once again and pull back those layers of effects to reveal the answer. That mystery instrument is a violin. We got several correct answers, but there can only be one winner. And the lucky winner of the first ever Alki competition is Ryan Di Domenico of Pretoria in South Africa. Lucky Ryan will be receiving a signed copy of Andy Lowe's first studio EP, Forest Edge. So all that remains is to hear the mystery instrument for this week's competition. If you can identify the instrument under these layers of effects, please email your answer to alkipodcast, or one word, at gmail.com. So let's have a listen to this week's mystery audio clip. This email address can also be found in the iTunes and SoundCloud's description. And win your own copy of Forest Edge, Shrewsbury's number one ambient electronica EP. We are waiting to hear from you. Get in touch. And that concludes episode three of Alki, the gamified music improvisation podcast recorded right here in Shrewsbury, UK. We'd like to thank Andy Mills for the use of his track Mushroom House. And we'd like to thank Craig Bradbury for joining us tonight on Percussion. Thanks very much, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm Andy Lowe. I'm Benedict. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>